So before you get into the episode, I do want to apologize. There are there's like a minute or so where there was an audio issue that I couldn't fix on my end. So there's a little bit where um, them K effect where she's explaining on the first question about herself and just to be able to share what she said, she just shared that she's an artist, an author, and uh, creative in general. And you'll hear the rest of how she explains what that means, as well as what her name means. So I just wanted to add this piece in so that the information that she shared doesn't get lost um, because of just tech stuff. So um, the audio cut off for some reason. So I tried to retrieve it, but it didn't work. But I do want to share that information. Um, So without further ado, I hope that you enjoy the rest of the episode and follow her on her social media holds and enjoy. All right, so Welcome to Black Hippie Lounge. I'm your host, Chanel, and today we have a special guest, um, Them K Effect. I hope that's how I'm saying it. Um, so she, I met her through Darnell, um, right? We met at like a dinner. I think it was for Darnell's yes. birthday party. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we just connected through Instagram and I've seen your work. Um, was definitely very interested. And so we just kind of connected through there and you shared an interest to want to be, you know, a guest, um, which was really great. So we just made that connection. And now, you know, we're going to talk about your work and just kind of give listeners um, some insight into what you do and um, so that they can check out your work, too. So can you just tell listeners a little bit about yourself, like how you got your name and um, how you discovered the Black Hippie Lounge podcast? Um, so my name is the MK Effect, so you call me MK, and I am an think So many things. Um, just an overall artist. I don't really put myself in like a certain category. I like to try all different types of things and see how they work out and see which ones I fall in love with. And um, I got my name. Well, my name, my first and last name, so that's where the MK comes from. And then the MK, just like, I felt like the is just very authoritative, like it grabs people's attention. And then the effect is just how I affect whatever art that I'm in or how I affect people. And I just put it all together, and that's how the MK effect was created. As far as how I found out about the Black Hippie Lounge, I think a friend of mine follows you, and I put it in my Spotify to like listen to it later and then when Darnell came out and said that he was going to be on the show I was like okay let me give this a listen and that's kind of how I started listening to you okay cool thank you um so you are an artist an author and creative um can you just tell listeners what type of art you do and then what are the books about for listeners who may be unfamiliar with your work so um the kind of work that I do, the kind of art that I do is mainly poetry and self photography. Um, and I also do like, um, I'm a figure model. So I pose for different artists of all different types of medium, sculpture, painting, drawing, etc. And 
Then my two books are Mood, which is the first one that came out in 2019. And that's really kind of a collective of kind of of sexual poems that kind of culminated over a period of time. Um, Very sexual, very, you know, very saucy, very spicy. Um, Not necessarily like a Zane book or anything like that, but just kind of open and honest about sexual pleasures and all of that and then relationship is more of like uh which came out in 2021 is more of a collection of poems that have to do with anything from childhood trauma to um my sexual um orientation to you know forgiving myself for things that i might have gone through as a child and um, one of my favorite poems in there is called 838 Washington Street. That was actually one of the streets that I grew up on. And that was about um, just what, what what it was like growing up in my house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you do a lot of self-portrait style artwork and photos that are both in nude as well as in clothing. What typically is the meaning behind your work? Um... Well, growing up for me, I had a lot of self-confidence issues. My self-esteem was not at all at a high. Mm -hmm. And um, my self-portraiture is more so me taking back my power Mm -hmm. and being my most authentic self because for a lot of years, I hid that part of myself because of societal norms because of what family and friends would think about what I did. And um, it was really all about just taking my power back and just giving my words more of a visual because those were two things that I really loved was photographs and writing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So most would think it takes a lot of courage confidence and vulnerability to share the type of work that you make do you agree and what led you to live in and work in this state of being regarding confidence um so like i was saying before like i confidence was not something that i always had Mm -hmm. um i think when i started when i was entering motherhood and I knew that I was having a daughter before I even knew that I was having a daughter. I think that really propelled me into saying, you know what, I have to change some things so that my experiences don't become my daughter's experiences. And um, I, when I was seven months pregnant with her, that's actually when I started modeling for painters and all of that stuff. And I felt really empowered because that was something I had always wanted to do ever since I was a child. Mm-hmm. I remember going to museums and seeing like these beautiful women like draped in fabric and just realizing like, this is just so beautiful. Like, why isn't nudity more on, why isn't it a little bit more mainstream like in this art form, like I understood art from a very young age. And then I also seen my mom she would walk around, you know, like in her lingerie and her, you know, her beautiful robes and like cascaded in like these fabrics. And I just thought that was just like so beautiful. So then when I um, became an adult and was living on my own, you know, it's not something that 
you know, I just do just to do, like I actually live that way. Mm -hmm. Um, I am a nudist. I am a little bit of an exhibitionist. I do like voyeurism a little bit. Like that is all a part of my life and it's not something that I just kind of cut on and cut off. Mm -hmm. So I think me just being nude and accepting myself as I am, I think that gives me the confidence to just live in this expressive way. And, you know, I hope that what I do inspires other people to kind of, you know, embrace that life a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Because there is a lot of people that, you know, they feel like maybe facially they're beautiful, but they don't like every aspect of their body. Um, and things like that, you know, that's that's kind of how I got my start in being more courageous and vulnerable and all of those things. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, and I like how you, at least from what you're saying, what I got was like, I think in society, nudity is not always necessarily accepted and it's viewed as like something that, you know, we're supposed to not show our bodies, but, um, you know, how you are is how you are. So I feel like if society is more accepting of nudity, it just becomes more of a norm because it is a norm, right? Every Eventually, right. everyone has to be naked at some point, you know? And so I think that like what you said, like practicing being more in the nude, whether that just be around the house or something like that, it just makes it more easier to be more confident in your skin as well, right? And just right. Be comfortable with how you look and live in it. And if, if something that you want to change and you can, but you don't necessarily have to. Um, and I just feel like definitely I agree, like being in the nude and just being, uh, it just makes you more confident and just more relaxed in who you are. And then you can exude that, you know what I mean? Um, so I thank you for that, for sharing that. Um, what influenced you to start working in art and what has your professional journey in art been like? What has been some obstacles or lessons learned along the way? Um, I've always been an artist. My mom would buy me these all different types of books and, you know, how to make candles, how to make soap. Um, my dad was an artist to a degree, like he, he loved to draw and like his favorite thing that we both shared was that we loved music. So it kind of started with music and, and, you know, I would read the liner notes, who produced the song, who created the song, who wrote it, etc. And then it kind of developed over time. I kind of forgot about it. And then after becoming an adult, you, and you're like searching for yourself, like you forget those things. I think a lot of times you forget about our inner child and the things that we loved the most when we were children. Mm -hmm. So it was just a matter of going back to those things and saying, wow, I really did enjoy this as a kid. Like, you know, how can I incorporate this into my adulthood? And um, that's kind of where that started. As far as my professional journey, um, as I mentioned earlier, I started when I was seven months pregnant with my daughter, um, figure drawing. And I remember just feeling very beautiful. Like that was one of the most beautiful times in my life. Like I was creating life. I was carrying this baby, had this big old belly and just, just the amazing way that your body shapes and transforms when you're carrying life was just really beautiful to me. And I wanted to, in some way, um, capture that where it wasn't just like a photograph, it was something more. Um, I think at that moment, I really seen myself as an art piece. And then um, I stopped doing it for a little while after she was born. 
um, just for, you know, because I was dating someone and they weren't really appreciative or understanding of what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so I had stopped for a while because I wanted that relationship to work. And then after that ended, I decided that that was the place that really made me happy and that's where I needed to be. And I always talk about, um, in some of my posts about places that feel like home to me and being in artistic spaces have always felt like a home. Mm -hmm. So I've worked pretty much like all over Massachusetts. I've done some things in like um, DC. I've, I've traveled all over New England and have worked with so many different artists and just learning all of these different concepts that help me in my professional life as a self-portrait artist and a writer. Um, just being in those spaces give it, gives me the extra confidence to be able to continue to do this professionally. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, so I do want to kind of go back to what you mentioned earlier about your books. So your your book, Mood, is described as an ode to past erotic sexual experiences and fantasy. It's part poetry and an overdose of tantalizing conceptual self-photographs. Can you explain to listeners, without giving too much away, what they can expect from the book and what influenced you to write it? Um, what they can expect from Mood is... you. I've had a lot of people tell me how turned on that they've been by the way that I write the words. Mm-hmm. It's, I've had some people say that, you know, like the pictures, like go so well with the words mm-hmm. but really it's the words that just make it I kind of write as if I'm talking okay. to a person as if I'm I like to write in a conversational kind of style mm-hmm. and um it's very spicy it's very saucy like you're definitely gonna feel some things you're definitely gonna be you know like wow like I didn't even know that I could I could feel this way mm-hmm. um Yeah, like you, it, you have to read it. Yeah, because um, <laughs> yeah. like I could say things, and and there's really not many words that I could say mm-hmm. that would make you be like, like you would get it. Yeah. I and when I was making that book, I kind of fashioned it after my love of music. So when you're reading it, it's kind of like track one, two, et cetera, et cetera. It was like a playlist. And even at the ending of the book, there is a bonus playlist that has songs that connect with the poetry, but also you could use for your own, you know, your own session or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think it's a really beautiful art piece. Mm-hmm. I think it's really, I think it's really dope and y'all should get it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> So you also have a book titled Relationship, which is described as a journey of self-discovery, healing, forgiveness, unlearning, and letting go. When writing this book, what was the goal and did it help you release things for yourself and how can it help others? Um, when I wrote Relationship, um, I think I had, I transitioned a lot from what mood was so it's like it's it's nothing like mood i kind of feel like it's the prelude of why mood was written Mm -hmm. so it's more so um 
you know, why, why did all of these things lead up to that? You know, it talks about like the hypersexualism, it talks about the sexual orientation, it talks about um, forgiving the past, you know, childhood traumas, all of the things that we go through, that's why it's called relationship. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be with a partner. It could be with your parents. It could be with yourself, like your internal struggles, all different types of things. And I think those are things that people could relate to. Mm-hmm. And not the entire book is not just meant for one type of person. There might be one person that has like hypersexualism or dealt with that. There might be one person that dealt with alcoholism or something like that. It might be a person that's dealt with rape or some other type of sexual trauma. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it has little bits of pieces for each person who has dealt with any type of anything that has to do with the relationship. Okay. Definitely interested in that. Um, listeners definitely should go check that out as well. So you also have books about each Zodiac sign. What influenced your interest in astrology? Um, what is your Zodiac sign and what is your most and least favorite Zodiac signs and why? Um, so I'm a Taurus. Taurus game. Um, so I consider myself to be, I, I really play into that, but not playing it to the sense where it's like, oh, you know, like I'm a Taurus and I don't like you because you're a Gemini type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's more so um, like the earth, like we're earth signs and, mm-hmm. and I'm really, I love all, all things earthy. Um, I'm very kind of bohemian, and which makes me even more excited because I love the name of your podcast, Black Hippie Lounge. Yeah. I always say that I'm like a black hippie, so yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, I made the books. I thought it was a cute idea. I wanted to try something new. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're just journals mm-hmm. with like a cute design with some adjectives that describe each zodiac sign. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm one of those people I have a notebook in every single place that I am to write whatever type of notes or ideas that I have I think having a notebook is very vital I love handwriting it makes me feel more connected to what I'm writing and I feel like a lot of people should get back to that because we're always on our technology and I wanted to design something for each zodiac sign because I really love like the inner knowings of people and having a better understanding of how people may operate or if what they say about different zodiac signs is true etc etc um as far as my favorite and my least favorite my least favorite zodiac i'm gonna start with that my least favorite zodiac sign are aquarius okay um february ones at that okay but I think that's just from like my own past things. It's just like, uh-uh. And then I just see the little things in yeah. each person that I meet that just make me like, mm-mm. <laughs> but we could be friends though. Like we could absolutely be friends, but just in a romantic a romantic sense, mm-hmm. absolutely not. <laughs> um, my favorite, um, I don't know. I can't really say if I've, I, I, I could say myself, but then that, I feel like they'll be like a wee bit narcissistic, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna say Taurus just because, or earth signs in general, just because, you know, the earth has everything. We have water, we have fire. We're able to get along with just about anybody. Mm-hmm. So I'll say, I'll say my sign just because we can get along with kind of anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm an earth sign as well, I'm a Virgo, so. 
I was just interested hey, to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, but I agree with you saying, like, as an Earth sign, I feel like we have all the elements pretty much in us. We're just pretty chill people. Like, we get along with everyone, you know? So, right. um, don't have much experience with Aquarius, though. I don't, I don't really think I actually know any Aquariuses, to be honest, but, um, I guess I'm not missing out. <laughs> um, okay, so on your Instagram page, I found a quote where you said, it took me an incredible amount of healing to feel safe and secure within my body. And it's mostly attributed to the beauty of becoming a mother. Can you explain a little bit further what this means and how motherhood changed your outlook on yourself and your artwork? Um... Motherhood is beautiful. Like, it's dope. I've learned so much about myself. Mm -hmm. I feel like before, like, I was slowly learning. But, like, when when kids come along into the equation, like, it's kind of like you got to be kind of on some hurry up and, and go. Like, you, you, you have to learn humility. You have to learn patience. You have to learn compassion. You There's so many things that you have to learn when you become um, a parent. Um, and just a mother is nurturing. And so we have to nurture and, you know, we're like everything with the alpha, the, and the omega, like we are everything, you know, doesn't matter if there's a dad in the picture or not, like the kid is going to come to you and ask you all types of stuff. And you got to be prepared, but you're also going to be a little shocked. And, you know, when it comes to the art, I feel like those things kind of just gradually just become fluid in the art, at least for me. Um, as far as, you know, being safe within my body, like I've experienced a lot of different trauma um, throughout my life from, you know, being verbally abused to being emotionally neglected, um, just all different types of things that just cringingly make me you know to even say like these are the things that shape me to be who I am mm -hmm. um it, it's it's just a learning process it's just a a growing through things it's just a it's a becoming a, a continued evolution because you always want to make sure that you're being your best self because you have little eyes watching you and you don't want them to experience those experience those things so becoming a mother and just seeing how powerful and how strong like my body is just made me love it that much more so when i say that that's what i mean like you're just becoming who you're supposed to be you know and you're learning things that you never even thought that you would learn before and you're just becoming all of the things that you never thought you would be. Mm -hmm. I love that. Especially I love the part of you saying like you becoming who you're supposed to be and like how another human is influencing that and that, you know, you can still learn about yourself and just life in general while being a mom. So that's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Um, what advice can you give to someone who's interested in creating nude art and body slash sex positive artwork, but they are not completely confident in how others will view them and their work? And what helps you stay motivated to continue doing your work? Um, 
My friends always ask me this, and I always tell them the same thing. I tell each and every person the same thing when they ask me, well, how do you, as well as you, be naked, mm-hmm. take off all your clothes, romanticize yourselves. Like, you know, buy the fabric that makes you feel beautiful. Try different things out, you know, but overall, be naked. Just be in your space and be naked and stare at yourself and just look at the beauty of what your body is. Um, we're all different. You know, some of us, I have my boob sag, you know, and, <laughs> and that's what it is. I have a fupa, I have cellulite, I got some stretch marks and that's what it is. And, you know, I look at those things and maybe because I am in the art world like that or maybe because of the things that I read growing up, maybe that's why I look at myself and that light. But it's like, there's nothing that you can tell me that will make me feel like, make me feel less of myself or make me feel like I was ugly or I wasn't beautiful because I've taken the time to scan every single part of my body and, you know, look at the shapes or look at the lines or, you know, all those things. So if you take the time to really like look at yourself and it's like your eyes aren't just brown, they might have speckles of, you know, green or gold, um, you know, I can look at myself and be like, um, you know, my, my boobs are saggy, but I created a life. And with that, like, that makes me feel beautiful because I know how powerful and how strong I was at that time. Um, another thing that you could do is write down every time you learn something new about yourself, every time you've done something uncomfortable and you came out on the other side like wow like i didn't know that i liked those things or um just little things like that like really make a difference like oh i found a new mole on my knee and i didn't know that that was there or what that looked like or you know just take a body scan write things down you know take pictures of yourself romanticize yourself give yourself a candlelight dinner you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um have a glass of wine or your favorite thing to drink, you know, put on, buy some lingerie, whether you're a man or a woman or whatever, and, you know, make yourself feel special. Don't wait for somebody else to make you feel special because that builds self-confidence, that builds up your self-love. And, you know, if you're, whether you're single or you're in a relationship, like that makes the outside world see the beauty, not that you really need it, but you people see that beauty when you see the beauty in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, remind me of what was the rest of the question was. Um, I said, oh, what helps you stay motivated to continue doing your work? Um, I'm always inspired. So, you know, whether I took a walk and I was out hiking and I see the beauty of like the trees or um, I I guess I see everything as as a piece of art. Everything is artistic in some way to me. So I kind of just take that motivation and I'm constantly thinking of things and how I could put them together. And those are the things that keep me motivated, keeping a space like in your home Mm -hmm. that is like cozy and plush and all the things that you love incorporating those things will aid motivation doing the things that you like aids motivation um being around the people that you like um creates motivation all these different things all these different aspects create motivation for me Mm -hmm. 
Okay, and what do you what do you do when there are times when you're not motivated? Um I'll be honest. Like I feel weird about it. I feel like I'm in a really weird space of so like I kind of have a I don't know how to sit down and just relax sometimes and I have to remind myself like it's okay not to create. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not feel creative. It's okay not to be motivated like you're not quitting. You're just taking a pause and that's okay. Because when you are constantly trying to create and trying to be motivated to create, you know, you suffer burnout in the work that you might make will not be what you think it is and then you'll think that you're a failure or you're not doing your best when that's not even the case. It's just a matter of reminding yourself that it's okay to be soft in this time and it's okay to take a break and constantly reminding yourself that you're not quitting on what you are doing and you're just pausing. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and I feel like when you take the time to pause, it's like a reset as well, right? To kind of regather exactly. yourself and come whether it be with a different mindset or just a more fresh approach too when you get back to the work so I definitely agree with that um thank you so one last question can you share your next projects or where and and where listeners can find you and any closing remarks or promotions um so I'm actually taking my talents on the road. I'll be in DC next week okay. for the Black Girl Art Show. Okay. Um I'm super excited about that cuz it's my second art show ever and it's in a different city and DC is amazing when it comes to art especially for people of color. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm really excited about that. Um I'm also working on a photo book um, I've been really into photo manipulation where I'm creating like these layers of photos and I'm trying to teach myself how to embroider photo- photographs so that at some point will be coming. Um, I'm also working on a new poetry book. Don't have a name for it, but I do have some poems and that's coming together. Um, as far as finding me on social media, anything, um, Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you can find me under the MK effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll kind of lead you to like my other pages. Um, I have all my links on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I have books in Grawlier Bookstore, which is the first poetry shop in Massachusetts or in the country rather. And I have both of my books in store there. So you could buy them there or you could buy them from me or you could get them from Amazon. But the link um, to everything is in the Instagram at the MK effect. Um, and yeah, I am so thankful that you had me on the show today. Of course. (laughs) It was really awesome. Um, and yeah, you know, be confident in yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't give a damn about what people are going to say. You can't make the masses happy. Mm -hmm. Um, be you. The more that you're you, the more that you will find the people that will love you because you're you, the more that you'll love yourself because you're being you, and the happier you will be. So um, if you're creative, and even if you're not, you know, take some time to be creative, center yourself, you know, don't let anybody mess up your peace, and just enjoy life the best that you can. Yes, I love that. Um, the Black Girl Art Show sounds really interesting, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, what that comes about to be um i think i saw the link of it in your page but i will definitely tag you um 
when I post the episode as well so that people can be able to find your page and follow the link to um, be able to access your work. So thank you again for being on the Black Hippie Lounge. And then just one last, do you have any questions for me? Why did you start the podcast? What made you start the podcast? Um, Honestly, I think I was in a space where I needed a creative outlet um, to share my experiences and just some lessons that I had learned throughout life. Um, and I had started listening to podcasts, I would say 2019. Um, and then after a while, just listening to various different podcasts, I was like, I felt like I could do the same thing. And I felt like I had a lot to say and share. And, um, I've always been like an artistic person. I just kind of lost touch with it, I guess, as I grew up. Um, but I just feel like when I do podcasting, it's a way for me to um, share my thoughts and experiences, but also it's like, it's just a creative outlet that puts me at peace. I really enjoy um, sharing any information that I have or just lessons that I have um, learned to share with others, but also being able to do things like this, like interact with people that maybe I might not have been able to interact with before and just um, also work with people within our community to be able to kind of serve as an outlet for people to share their work too, right? And to be able to collaborate with people and just learn about others, but also create a platform for other people to share their work and just kind of keep it going. So um, for me, podcasting is definitely, it's been a lot of work. Um, and I feel like sometimes there are times when I feel like burnout and I have to step back. Um, but then there's also times like these past, I would say these past two or three months where I've just been going, like doing interviews back to back and just really putting in the work because now that I have the time to do so, I just want to take full advantage of that time um, and you know, put out as much work as I can and just kind of see how far I can, you know, grow the podcast. So, and then it's also just like being able to collaborate with people and getting great feedback and um, just receiving like pointers from people about, you know, what they do like, what they don't like about the podcast and stuff. So for me, it's it's, it's still a learning experience. I have a lot more to learn, um, but I just love the fact of just being able to share my voice and help other people share theirs too and like learning about other people. So. That's really um, how I got into podcasting and how I've just been trying to maintain doing so. So, yeah. I think you do a great job. You have a nice voice. It has a nice cadence. <laughs> Thank it's, you. It's very soothing. Yeah. And I love the episodes that I've been hearing. It's been great. Thank you. Thank you. And then being able to just collaborate with people like you and learn about your stuff too, it's like, it's that's what motivates me to just keep going, you know? Um, so... You know, thank you for taking the time to being able to share your work too, um, and being able to be a guest on the podcast. Definitely appreciate it. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of that's what I have to say. Um, I don't know if you. I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna stop. Recording stopped. Meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel.